Welcome to hour two of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071 everything entertainment. It's Steve Patterson along with moi, Donna Valentine. We got Mike the Big Zamboni honk, honk. and some music news. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music with Donna Valentine Yee-haw! and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. Do you ever do anything with a stranger? Like anything like, I don't know, move into an apartment together? <laughs> no, Donna. Okay. I've not done that with a stranger. Okay. I mean, I guess I kind of have. I had a friend's cousin move in with me. I didn't know him till we moved in together. That's nuts. Yeah, kind of, right? I, what? Yeah. Why? Financial hardship? He needed a place to stay, and she was a friend of mine. Oh, my gosh. I I don't like that. It's nice, but we ended it's up nice becoming friends. Did. He was cool, you know? Hey, Ben. Like you'll meet him at the ding-dong? Well, met him to see if he was interested in staying and if the area would work out for him. What are you doing? Touring your own home with somebody saying, like, I hope you like the kitchen. Is it good enough for you to stay? I don't like any of this. I don't like the leverage (laughs) shift, the leverage dynamic in that situation. I don't like it. I also moved in with someone in Georgia who lived in my apartment building. And she had a two-year-old baby, toddler, Mm -hmm. and was going through a divorce. So we moved into her mom's house or her grandmother's house without her grandmother grandmother passed away so we moved into the house and lived together i didn't really know her she was just someone i was like hi how are you what these when you you need to listen to today's show you (laughs) on the way home listen to the podcast because this is alarming well the reason i bring it up you're probably wondering what does this have to do with music news I saw this story about Kelly Clarkson, who had some struggles before hitting it big. And on, um, I guess it'll be today's. No, no, no. This was last week's. I'm sorry. Last week's episode of the Kelly Clarkson show, because I'm just, you know, catching up after vacation. She confessed that she went from Texas to Los Angeles with a random individual to pursue her music career. She was talking to Kevin Bacon on her show and she said, yeah, she just needed a roommate. And I was like, I'll do it. And so I moved from Texas to L.A. with a random stranger. Never in a million years. So Kevin Bacon asked her, how long did you live with this stranger? Before you thought you were going to get killed in your sleep. (laughs) (laughs) And Kelly said that their apartment burned down, ending their roommate (gasps) relationship. And she said, then I slept in my car for a few days. And then I tried out for a show called American Idol. And so it all worked out eventually. Wow. But you don't have any stories like that? No. Um, I was living with uh, a friend of mine. And then we moved in with his girlfriend and then his girlfriend's brother, who I never, I mean, I met once. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of similar. You know, I also have an old friend that's very similar. I also have a friend who works at another radio station right now. He was brought in from, I believe, Pittsburgh. I believe he was working in Pittsburgh. Okay. He came into town. He was hired 
by my last radio station. I he his hotel wasn't ready for him to stay in. So I was like, oh, he could stay with me. I've got a couch if he wants to crash. Sight unseen. What's wrong with me? <laughs> okay, so it's much better when you ask the question Yeah, when you say it out loud, it does sound like, what? I'd never do that. Three different times you've done it. I mean, Kelly Clarkson's done it. Everybody's doing it. <laughs> Although, I guess, if I had to try to reach for a part of my life that could relate with yours... When you move into the dorms, freshman year. Correct. Yes. I remember they give you information about your roommates. Here's a name. Here's a state. Here's a number. And <laughs> Like you don't get to pick. You just kind of randomly get. That is correct. And it's so, like an arranged marriage. Yes. And I remember they put like, there was some level of preferences on what you wanted out of a roommate or like, you know, were you looking for like a sports enthusiast or oh, okay. they try to okay. match the only thing that I put because I grew up in a school that was more or less, you know, white kids and black kids. We mm-hmm. were all in there together. This is what I knew in my ether growing up. Sure. Um, and you know, my, my best friend from Africa, from Kenya, literally, uh, we went and stayed there for a few weeks going into my senior year. So I, I, Sort of foolishly, I guess it seems sort of like, oh, well, why would you care what race the person is who you're going to live with? Oh, but that I wrote, was like one of the preferences? I, wow. Well, I, I remember writing in something like, you know, what a stupid thing. But it was like, I want, if possible, to have a roommate that isn't white like me. So, if you know, like, it would remind me more of like the people that I grew up with and friendships that I and had growing up in school. And to experience diversity, you're not, you don't necessarily just want someone who's like you. Sure. Who looks like you. So my own like history and then all that baked into it, that was what I checked. So the reason I tell you that sort of clumsy story is we get there and I meet the first guy, Dave, and I had, I had called him. He did not call back. It was, but I tried to reach out to him and then there was another guy, Nate. So Dave was from Colorado. He was from, you know, the hacky sack part of Colorado, Boulder. Okay. And uh, and I was like, oh, hey, Dave. Dave's real nice. White guy. Hey, Dave. Other guy, Nate, comes in like two days after everybody else gets there for orientation. And I'm like, okay, where's Nate? We need to meet Nate. Nate comes in. Hey, Nate. What's up, Nate? Nate, a white guy. Now we have three white guys. It's like, okay, fine. You don't get every, you know, preference that you have. They're, right. they're housing a lot of kids. A few weeks in to us all staying together, I told them what I just told you about what my preference was for a roommate and, you know, what my high school friendships looked like and what I was hoping for in this rooming situation. And Nate, who was very quiet, said, oh, I know why they put me in this room. I said, really? Why? He said, just for jokes, I checked multi-ethnic on my application. What? <laughs> so, so they thought that they were appeasing me or like, oh, okay, great. We can have like a diverse room here. Yes. And, and uh, because they thought you were black. No, oh, no. no, no. They okay. knew I was white, but they thought that, that I, okay. I checked white. But then Nate, other white guy, checked multi-ethnic. And so they thought, okay, they want a diverse room. We'll give them that. Except Nate, white Nate, lied. He was not multi-ethnic. He was white Nate. Oh, I oh I got you. He and was white by Nate. the way, oh my god. 
White Nate, a few months later, started hanging out down at the end of the hall. There was this guy, Joe. Joe was cool. It was kind of like the lava lamp dorm. And he was cool and had a guitar and stuff. And Nate kept going down there to hang out. I kid you not, a couple nights go by and I was like, wow, Nate must be sleeping over down at Joe's quite a bit. And that can happen in dorms. Hey, I'm going to crash here tonight, whatever. And then we were like, Nate, what's up? We saw him down in Joe's room. And Nate just said, I moved out. You can't just move out. This man was operating by his own rules. Oh, that's hilarious. Well, at least your apartment didn't burn down like Kelly Clarkson's. Thank you. Thank you very much, Donna. <laughs> oh, we'll oh, take God. a break. Hey, are, oh. we gonna, are we going to do a quiz? Are we going to do our quiz? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh we have our a couple things. Um, during this commercial break, Donna and I, or during the next couple, we'll probably Yeah, because I need like five, yeah. four or five. Okay. Mike gave us a blank map of the United States of America, and we did this about four or five months ago, <laughs> and it didn't go super well for either of us. After Don- we admitted that we were bad with geography. Not great with geography. Right. And so this is just, you're looking at all the states, you got to write in what state is where. Uh, Donna famously put the state of Phoenix <laughs> in Oklahoma's spot. Uh-huh. So Mike said, hey, here's what we'll do. In January, you're getting a quiz again. Donna has studied sporadically. Yeah, it's fun. It's really fun. Over the last few months. I thought this morning, oh, it's January. I looked at a map one time this morning, and we're just going to go from there. Oh, you did? I did. Okay. I did. I didn't know if it was happening today or later this week. All right. Good for you. Um, So we'll fill that out over the next couple of breaks. But when we come back, 10 words that need to be banished this year. There's a list out. Do you agree or disagree with this list? We'll get to it when we come back on and Steve on my talk. Hey friends, it's Steve. You know, the season is changing and now is the time to begin planning your winter adventures here in Minnesota. From dog sledding across a frozen lake to dining in an igloo, winter can be magical in Minnesota. So start planning your winter getaway and visit one of the world's largest malls or catch a touring Broadway production. Get your free monthly travel e-newsletter and start planning your dream trip or Browse through endless events and activities happening throughout the entire state by visiting exploreminnesota.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We just uh we think we're almost done with our geography test. Wow. Identifying all the states of the United States of America. Yeah, I I, I started double checking. I started counting to make sure I had 50, and I was like, hey idiot, how about you just look at the map? And see if you wrote things in all of the blank spots. And I'm like, don't don't overthink it. Put it down. Oh, oh, I <laughs> just leave it alone. All right, Steve's working on his. Steve, you might want to do that during the commercial break. Sorry, I just realized it was there. 
Connecticut. Oh, yes. Connecticut. That's right. There you go. You remembered. Mm-hmm. Okay. Connects. You know what I'm saying? Wait, did I put it in? Yep, I did. Well, Steve, there must be an improvement because I'm looking at your results from last time. And you had Delaware, where Connecticut is. Well, so I don't know if oh, okay, I voted gotcha. in the right spot or not. <laughs> well, then I maybe gave a little bit away there. Yeah, I have no idea. Okay, this will be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put my name at the top. Nice. Okay. So, oh, so, you know, name it and date it, right? Oh, do we got to date it? Yeah, if we're right. going full school. Did you All put right. first and last name? Uh, I will now. Legal or state? Uh, do we have to put Professor um, Ganger on yep. this too? Yep. Room number, what room number is this? Professor Ganger, okay, and this great. is uh, Geography 101. 1 3 2024. Uh, okay. And I just put in God Forsaken Age beige 57 Room. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Okay. This is right. exciting. Awesome. Donna, I've got a list of some words that it's a new year. People are saying we need to get rid of these. The University of Michigan, well, the Lake Superior State University, which is in Michigan, excuse me. Every year they will uh, release a list of words and phrases that need to be banished in the new year. Here are the ones that they say we should stop using, and I'm going to definitely get behind one of these, and it might not be the one that you think. Okay. Wait for it. Wait for it. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, they say that. We're done. They say, you know, if we're watching a video, then we're already waiting for it, right? I mean, that was so how I met your mother, you know? Right. Wait for it. Yes, right. NPH. Yeah, we could be done with that. Side hustle. I like side hustle. I think it's, I think it's cute. You should do side hustle. Do the hustle. <laughs> the dance uh, Maybe I will. Thank you. Here's the one that I am ready to say bye-bye to. Okay obsessed oops the casual use of obsessed to describe routine interests i am obsessed with this new brad did you see what i put in the in our show outline in hour one? Uh, oh, i watched natalia <laughs> speaks episode one obsessed, obsessed. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i do use that oh i am obsessed with this stanley yeah just we're oh not. Oh my god! I got a new juicer. I'm super obsessed. Why do we always do that when we talk about words we don't like? I don't know because huh. we want to make it sound like people who use the word are dumber than we. Correct. Okay. Cringeworthy. Yeah, yeah. Man I like it. cringy. Oh, cringe! No, I think we keep that another year. <laughs> Cringeworthy. <laughs> Or you can still use cringy. Okay, can we use just cringe? Sure. Oh, that's super cringe. Yeah, don't use it like that. Uh, cringe <laughs> dash worthy is what they're banishing. Okay, I'm okay with that. Iconic. I don't think that's overused. Do you guys? Oh, I went to that YouTube concert. Iconic. Well, since you put it like that. See, it's always yeah. You're kicked off the island. A d bag saying it, and then you'll hate all words. That's true. This one is going to be tough for some people to hear. Slay. Slay. So, Donna, how the kids would use this if you had just gone on some rant about something that you care about. Let's say the price of eggs. Funny you say that. I was just talking about that last night. 
And then you're just going <laughs> off on a rant about the man sticking it to us. And then yeah. That's so funny. It's exactly what we were talking about. Who brought up the egg price? Barb. Typical, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, haven't they come down? They have come down, but I, I think they're also being sued by the SEC or somebody or the Department of Justice or the Department of Egg People. I don't know. Who's being sued? I think the egg people. Chicken owners? Because during the um, the pandemic, I guess they were gouging. Is that the term? Price gouging. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you what's funny. Damn it. <laughs> I made eggs See, this morning. See, it happens to the best of us. I made eggs this morning. Congratulations. I had a hard-boiled egg this morning. Mine were from brown eggs. I do not like the color of the egg. I looked at the brown eggs that we got from Target, Target Farms. And I looked at these brown eggs this morning, and I thought, what makes an egg brown? The chicken. What do you mean? Are we going to do this again? (laughs) Are we going to talk about what do you call those things? Coagula? Yeah. Coagula. Here's my point. (laughs) Do some chickens lay white eggs and some lay brown eggs, but what makes them different? Are you saying it's the color of their feathers? Maybe. The breed. The breed of chicken. Mm -hmm. Yes. Is one egg color, egg shell color superior to the other? No, we've already gone through this. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Slay, Donna. <laughs> Riz, we're done with that. <laughs> Riz, yeah, bye. Although it was just recently named the uh, word of the year by the Oxford University Press. Oh. Shortened word of, uh, version of charisma, by the way. Uh, this phrase, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, look. Most people say look right after at the end of the day because they're thinking, how in the hell do I land this plane? I've been so off topic these last 20 minutes. Add the word look. At the end of the day, look. Because that buys you another few seconds. To think of what you're going to say uh-huh. next. Yeah, okay. Impact, especially as a verb instead of effect. Like, oh, you really impacted the show today. I, I, don't I like that. impact. I don't think it's overused. I would assume that the words that you're, you have on this list would be overused words. No, they say that these are words that we are, we should just stop using or right. we are overusing. Oh, so we are. Okay. Yeah, we are. Uh, okay. You did hear what I said, right? Before I, you I just think said I misheard. You overusing. said it doesn't mean we're overusing it, are we? I said I would assume that that would mean we're overusing these words and I don't think we overuse impact. And then you said, <laughs> <laughs> then you said, well, these are words that are overused and blah, blah, blah. So you telling me a white chicken can't lay a brown egg? Correct. Huh. Hack is the final word that they would like banned. Yeah, okay. I have a hack for that. Yeah. I like impact. I tell this to my son when he plays sports. Let your your motive should be go impact the game. Doesn't mean like score, it doesn't mean catch a pat. It just means like That's make good. an impact when you're out there, impact the game. Good advice. Thanks, Donna. Why don't you try impacting the show? <laughs> I love it. You got jokes, Good everybody. Jokes. Our own ball of poundstone. When we come back, we're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. 651-641-1071. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hi. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve yes. on My Talk 1071. You're a geography expert. Yes. I just put my glasses on. I should have had my glasses on during the geography oh, yeah. quiz. What's with the glasses? Are they prescription? They are prescription. Oh, they are? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were just doing it to look, you know, they're, chic. They're just a very light prescription. I got okay. LASIK like a decade ago. They're just light. Helps to sharpen things a little bit. Okay. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have them on in here. <laughs> oh, you're a legend. how you do it. That's crazy. Time to go to college. I think that's the wrong intro. Sorry. Well, okay. I was going to say with DJ Rock Lobster. I think so. Let's hear it for old time's sake. Oh. Time to go to college. Are you going to do it? No. Sorry. Which, okay. No, you do it. Time to go to college. 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 It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's Let's smarter. Rocco. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. Oh, I want to see how smart you are. Uh-huh. We're gonna find uh-huh. out how smart the two of you are today in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, we're also gonna find out how smart you are when it comes to geography a little bit later on when I get a chance to score that. Uh, but today we're celebrating a birthday. It is a birthday boy for a guy who was kind of shunned from Hollywood for a while, has made a bit of a comeback. We are talking about Mel Gibson. I was gonna say, my guess is Mel. He is a birthday boy today. Any guess how old Mel Gibson is? Uh, 68. I'm going to guess 71. 68 dead on, Donna. Nice, Donna. Thank you. 68 years young is Mel Gibson, and we are chatting about him today during the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And yesterday we had Alan on the line. I guess we're knocking out our uh, our regulars. We've got uh, Stillwater Steve on the line to play today. All right. Hey, Double S. Happy New Year. Good morning. Happy New Year to you both. Thank you. uh, Any resolutions you've made that you'd like to publicly declare? No, I didn't make any. Did you? Not really. That's shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was I was going to learn the United States of America (laughs) on a map. We're about to find out if we did, too. The results of that will be coming up next segment. Uh, But first, the topic today, uh, Mel Gibson. I don't know how well studied you are in the world of Mel Gibson and his filmography and all that kind of (laughs) stuff. But you need to team up with somebody. Sighing Donna Valentine. (laughs) Or Steve? I'm going to go with the tired one. All right. Oh, that's me? Okay. It's not because I was tired. It's because I don't know this topic very well. 
Well, but, hopefully Steve can help you out. We'll see right. if you need right, it. We'll Steve, find thank out. You. Uh, it is a one. Speaking of Steve, so Steve does lead the College of Pop Culture Knowledge by a massive score of one to zero. <laughs> he was able to win yesterday talking about songs that uh, get you physically fit. Let's uh, start things off with Mel Gibson today. Are you ready, Donna? I don't know. We'll find out. Let's uh, go with this one here. Gibson won Best Director and Best Picture Oscars for this 1995 movie that he starred, directed, and produced. Can't remember the name of it, but he was like a warrior guy. The Patriot, the Pat... Oh, God. I can't remember. Never saw it. The same year, he voiced the lead male character in this film that was also set before America was a country. Oh, my God. Oh, that's probably the the lead male character that was also set before America was a country. Did you say the year? Uh, same year, 1995. Oh, God. Uh, uh, pass. And Gibson starred as Max Rakitansky in the first three movies of a dystopian action series. This actor took over the role in the fourth installment. Uh, really I don't quick. know, but the first one was Braveheart. I'm sorry. I was going to yell it, but you were reading. You've got Steve on there. No worries. Uh, Steve, uh, you heard her response. Let's go through this real quick. Uh, Gibson won Best Director, Best Picture Oscars for 1995 movie that uh, he starred, directed, and produced. She said something there at the end. Did you happen to hear her? Yeah, Braveheart. Okay, you're going to go with that. Let me read this next one for you then. It's the one she was uh, kind of taking some time on. Get out. Uh, The same year, he voiced the lead male character in this film that was also set before America was a country. Any idea? Pocahontas. Pocahontas? Yeah. All right. Wow. Gonna go with, get out. Go with Pocahontas. And then for this final one, <laughs> uh, we didn't quite get to it. She took a lot of time on the first two, but we'll go with right. to this third one here. Gibson starred as Max Rakitansky in the first three movies of a dystopian action series. This actor took over the role in the fourth installment in 2015. Get up. Get up. Any idea what movie that is or who the actor is who took over the role? Steve? Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? I don't know. So, But the question is, this actor. actor took over the role oh. in the fourth installment in 2015. Wait. Let's go with Arnold. I don't know. Okay. All right. Something. Come on, Steve. God. You know what's really difficult? Doing a quiz when someone's constantly yelling and trying to get an answer from somebody. Wow, that was long, guys. Steve. What? You want to know why it was long? Why? Because every time we were trying to get Steve to answer a question, you walked in and went, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, tell him. <laughs> Sorry. Let yeah, him have I, it, Mike. Listen, the boss was out there, and I didn't, what if she sidled up next to me and was like, hey, it's time for your review or whatever. <laughs> He's trying to, panicking. Plus, I just peed, and Bradley came in midstream. Oh, no. Oh, boy. And now we're talking, because he knows I'm nervous when other people come in. I hear the door open, and I just go, oh, no. <laughs> Trusting it was Bradley. Anyway. Does it stop? Midstream, when you have that issue, no, you can't no. stop, right? Well, you can, but it's things. Dumb well, I was and just, yeah, dumb and dumber. But I was just curious because I know you have that, you know, phobia or whatever it is. I was wondering what happens if someone walks in in the middle. No, it's once I get going, yeah. I'm I'm a confident man Got all it. over okay. again. Chest cool. goes out a little bit, nice chin up in the air. But yeah. before that, I am all but using a step stool to get yeah. up there. <laughs> Okay. All right, you ready to talk about Mel Gibson? Yes, no interruptions, please. <laughs> let's do it. Uh, let's get started here again. We're chatting about Mel Gibson. Uh, it's his birthday today, turned 68. Let's go with this first one. Gibson won Best Director and Best Picture Oscars for this 1995 movie that he starred, directed, and produced in. 1995? Yep. What Women Want. 
The same year he voiced the lead. No, male, I'm sorry, Braveheart. The first, the same year he voiced the lead male character in this film that was also set before America was a country. Pass. Gibson starred as Max Rockostansky in the first three movies of a dystopian action Mad series. Max. This actor took over the role in the fourth installment in 2015. Oh, not Taron Egerton, but oh gosh, what's that guy's name? Bane in Batman. Tom Hardy. Uh, the same year he voiced the lead... Uh, Pocahontas! Let's run through these answers here. We'll start with Gibson. <laughs> Pocahontas is right. Holy shnikes. Let's start with the first one. Gibson uh, was uh, able to win the Best Director, Best Picture Oscars for 1995 movie that uh, he starred, directed, and produced. That movie, of course, was Braveheart. He did not win an Oscar for What Women Want. <laughs> <laughs> Despite the quality of that film, oh, no Oscar uh, win. Right. Was what? he in that? He was in What Women Want. He and Helen Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but uh, I remember liking it. I understand it might not live up. It may not have aged well. Uh, let's move on to uh, the third one. Gibson starred as Max Rockestansky in the uh, first three movies. Actually, let's go to the second one. The same year he voiced the lead male character in this film was the uh, that was also set before America was a country. It was uh, Donna not really having an answer for that one. Steve comes in at the very, or I should say Stillwater Steve came in and said he thinks it's Pocahontas. And then our Steve comes wow. in, and yeah, it's Pocahontas. Holy! Oh my gosh! Cow, I have no recollection of him being in. I don't even How know. Did you do I, that? Honest to goodness, the best I can ascertain is that that just popcorned up out of me from my 1995 aisle sure. in my brain. Okay. I did not know that Mel Gibson was in it. Did he play John Smith? He was. He was John Smith. Get out of town. And by the way, Thomas in that movie was Christian Christian Bale. Wow. No. Yeah. Unbelievable. All Vanessa right. Williams went on to record Colors of the Wind. So, yeah, there you go. It is Pocahontas for that second one. Brings us to our final one. Gibson starred as Max Rockestansky in the first three movies of a dystopian action series. This character took over the role in the fourth installment in 2015. That action series, of course, is Mad Max. And Steve got it. It is Tom Hardy. Oh, Did you get it, Donna? No. I have never been so confident you were going to lose and then have you turn around and win in the final four seconds that yeah. you just did. No Dang kidding. It. You had oh, one man. answer correct. I had Taryn Edgerton coming left. to my mind. I could not place the name. You do very of well Tom under Hardy. pressure. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. Unfortunately, Donna, you lost, as did Steve. Sorry, Sorry Steve. Steve. Thanks for trying. You're welcome. I'm sorry, Donna. No, thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to all of you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Steve. Yes, yeah, Steve, I'm going to say it all week, okay? Don't give me a look. <laughs> I am gonna. I might even say it into next week. I don't know. Is there a Medea sound out there of her saying Happy New Year, or am I making that up? I feel, So that's why I made that face when you said Happy New Year, because I just want to go like, <laughs> Happy New Year. Er, <laughs> Let's do the tiebreaker for funsies. Tiebreaker for funsies. Again, Mel Gibson. I just am still in awe of how that ended. <laughs> like, I can't Tara, believe that happened. I was like, wow, nice. It's going to be all tied up 1-1. And then all of a sudden he goes from Taron Edgerton to Tom Hardy and screams Pocahontas at the buzzer. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. Everybody hates me right now. <laughs> that is correct. Yes. Uh, let's do the tiebreaker for fun. Martin Riggs was the character Gibson played in the Lethal Weapon series. 
Roger Murtaugh was his longtime partner. Danny Glover. Played by this actor. <sighs> Sorry, Donna. I really thought it was going to be a question about Jodie Foster and the beaver. It's funny when you get your brain set on something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. What a journey. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Everything is fine. Before you get too disappointed about being down 2-0, remember last year it ended 138 and a half to 138 and That's a half. right. Thank There's you, a Mike. lot of game left. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. a lot of game left. Anything right. can happen. Well, let's see how we did on our uh, geography. Do you think well, I, you could check our work? After the break. After, yeah. yeah, I don't yes. mean right now. My, yeah. Mike's, Mike's like, oh. Yeah, no, if you could get to it, great. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, we'll find out who did a little bit better. I think it's me. Okay. Um, and then I'll also save us a little time because I started a documentary last night that maybe we'll get to it next segment. Let's okay. see, depending on how long geography talk goes. I love it. Uh, all that and more to come. We hope that you stay with us. This is the Donald and Steve show on my talk. Hi! We're back and better than ever. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. I'm having fun. <laughs> Everybody else having fun? Mm hmm. All right. I just got some chocolates down at my mailbox. Okay. I had a, a craving, and now I'm eating these chocolates, and I'm feeling Are they good. your own chocolates, or did you take them from <laughs> someone's box? These are mine. Hmm. We also understand there were some awards that were given out over the break. Oh, yeah, because uh, Hubbard Broadcasting is celebrating 100 years? Yep, 100 years. So is the Disney Company. Wow. How about that? Holy cow. We should have a wow. mascot that's like a mouse. Well, we did have that rat in the toilet that one time, <laughs> but we didn't, we didn't get them, but maybe it's because Rocco has worked here for 15 years. I am coming up on 15 years this September. Oh, wow. I will celebrate my 15th year consecutively with wow. Hubbard Broadcasting. That's amazing. Congratulations. Funny though. I think I, I'm eight years next month. I think you're right. Thank you. I've worked so many different jobs here that I don't feel like I've worked for the same company in some respects. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and in different cities and LA, yeah. New Mexico yeah. here. Right. Red carpet stuff, entertainment shows, the news, Twin Cities Live. Right. This. Wow. You're a jack of all trades, aren't you? Let's find out how I am in the world of geography. Mike. Yeah. You just graded our test. I Mike, did. you gave us blank maps. Do you remember how long ago it was that we first took our geography quiz, Mike? It was September 6th. I had a feeling he would know the exact date. That's funny. September 6th, 10 a.m., I handed you two maps, and I said, let's see how you can do filling out the maps. So that's about four months ago. Yep. How did we do the first time around? Uh, Steve, the first time around, finished with a score of 43 out of 50. Oh, oh that's pretty good. I know I did that well. That's um, great. Most notably, you had Indiana where uh, Missouri was. You kind of flipped a couple things there. Your New Mexico was an absolute disaster. Um, Even though I lived there, yikes. Yeah, you, wow. you, uh, you named uh, Massachusetts as Connecticut. Uh, no, sorry, Delaware as Connecticut. But then you crossed that out and changed it to Massachusetts. And then you had Connecticut where Massachusetts was. Well, it was a disaster. Go to Donna's. Um, no! How did Donna do? You Donna. Mean, you mean then? Out of 50... Got a 21 and a half. That's pretty good. <laughs> I gave her 21 and a half because she named part of New York correct, and then the other part of New York she named New Jersey. 
Oh, I did? You took Long Island and said it was New Jersey. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't have to name Long Island. Sorry, not though, New right? Jersey. Sorry. No, no, no. You made it. Uh, you named something. Oh, no, no. You added Connecticut as part of New York as well. So I think oh. that's why I ended up giving you half. I don't know what Dang exactly it. how well, it's very right. confusing in that area. Phoenix was uh, was uh, Oklahoma, of like course. That's the point? most the city of Phoenix. <laughs> partial point. Hear that city of Phoenix. Um, yeah. North, <laughs> North Dakota was where South Dakota is. South Dakota was where Nebraska is. And Michigan was above. <laughs> Of North Dakota. Never mind that. See okay. how what all life is about is about facing obstacles mm-hmm. and then learning from mistakes That's and deciding. Right. Okay, I'm going to do something about this. In the four months since we took that quiz, we learned who Mimmel was. That's right. Yes. Mimmel, of course, the Minnesota, Iowa, uh, Missouri, Alabama, Louisiana no, dude. No, Arkansas. Arkansas. Louisiana. Sorry. See, I just tried <laughs> to test you there. You got it. We also talked about how Connecticut connects. New England, how Maine is the main state in New England. So I forgot right. all of that. And you guys were trying to give me that hint. Vermont looks, looks like, like a, a v. v. New Hampshire is right the next opposite. to it. His friend, yeah. Remembered none of that. Okay. Okay. Well, I listened. Steve, we'll start with you. Out of a possible 50, your follow up quiz, you got. A 50 out of 50. Nicely done. Good job. A seven-state improvement. Whoa. Super proud of you. That's amazing. Oh, I feel proud. Yeah. I would would take that home to Lou. Guess what I scored on my geography quiz today? So you improved by seven states. The question is, did Donna improve by 29 states? Well, 28 and a half. And the correct answer is... Yes, she did. Yes, 50 for go. 50 from Donna as well. Thank you. Suck it, everybody. Most improved. By far. That was incredible. I am so proud of you two. Oh, thanks. Maybe well we start working in just a standard geography beat every day. It's good day. for your brain, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, Mike made a suggestion, and I'm open to it, but Donna is a little baby <laughs> in a not. diaper and won't do it. Let me explain I'm what it is. I'm not going to. You're such a baby right now. Mike first joked with us, he handed us a blank outline map of the United States and said, okay, now fill in all the states, including the borders. You have to draw in the state borders and then put in the states. He said that as a joke. But then I thought that would be a fun thing that we could do to serve our listeners. How to not be so self-obsessed. serve our listeners? They, they like care. seeing when we're dumb. You underestimate what our listeners are entertained by when it comes to our stupidity. Hmm. And Donna, it's either that or we're heading to Europe. So you I'd might as well. I'd rather go to Europe. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Europe. Here's what we do. We could do both. <laughs> okay, Here's, sure. Because well, what we could do is we could there. draw these. <laughs> I don't we, know the shapes of all the states. I'm not going to work on the shapes. Donna, that's the point. There would be no working on it. We would do it tomorrow. No, we wouldn't. And no. then here's what we do. And then Quinn, our social media guy, always hungry for some content, like a drug dealer out there. He's always looking I know, he's for like something. Fogging up the window as we speak. And then we would draw it in, have one above of the other, and then say vote for top picture or bottom, and we will reveal tomorrow on air Absolutely not. Was. I'm not playing. So here's my ask of you, Donna. The answer is no. When you say all of these things... I know that you start getting to your, you're afraid that it'll be embarrassing for you. And I ask, what do you think your reputation is from an intellectual standpoint here in these twin cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul? I wasn't listening. What? People already know we're dumb. 
So who cares if you draw it and prove it? Do you think that people are mistaking you for an Oxford adjunct professor right now? How dare you? I'm just saying. <laughs> Let's learn Europe. Not tomorrow. <laughs> well, here's how we learn it, though. We're not pre-studying. Yeah, it starts at the pop quiz. Mm-hmm. No. Have fun. What do you stand to lose by drawing in the states? What is it, a future promotion? <laughs> What's going on? Listeners, I mean, this is very visual. We don't need to do this. This can be like a no, no, no. side thing. We would do it during a commercial break. It would not impact our listening audience. And then we would post it on social media, which is largely a visual medium. So you want us to be able to draw the entire United States of America, like each state. Yes. That shan't be happening I on think my that part. The, Donna! <laughs> the comedy is that here's what will happen. I'll overdraw the size of Washington, and now that is going to truncate the size of Montana and Idaho. It would just be a fun... Here, listeners, could you email us? Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. We'll decide by 11. Mm -hmm. Donna, you will have ultimate say, but I just want to hear from the listener if you think that this would make for funny social media content or if we need to protect Donna's precious intellectual reputation. Somebody wants a replay on the College of Pop Culture Knowledge because they don't think Steve made the buzzer. It was while the the buzzer was sounding. We do always say if it's while the buzzer is sounding, it counts. It's It's fine. I just wanted to bring that up. Where are these Wang people, though, whenever it's the other way around? And I was like, wait, no. Donna, that shouldn't be the case. And then we changed the rule because you mentioned you had a bunch of buzzer answers. I mean, I'm not going to mention the fact that if Stillwater Steve didn't know it was Braveheart, you did give him that answer after the buzzer. That is true. So, I mean. But you were still reading that boring question number three. That's because you took 25 seconds to do questions one and two. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like I should sit in for more of these. Wow, why don't you tell Jan to email back now? It's fine. Congratulations on your your test. Yes, you both are awesome. I'm truly proud of both of you. Thank Thank you for taking it seriously, putting some time into it, and learning. That's awesome. Last night I watched a little bit of Time Bomb Y2K. It's a new documentary on HBO Max. And it's all it's an hour and twenty minutes, I think, and it's all about the build up to Y2K. Do you remember Absolutely. the craze of Y2K? Yes. So I made it about 40 minutes into it. I will say, I thought it would have been, because I, I I turned this on after that god-awful Natalia Grace story, and I was like, I need to go to bed with a more peaceful thought. Oh, impending Y2- global disaster? <laughs> sure, that'll work compared uh-huh. to the Natalia Grace story. Anyway, um, I do think the first 40 minutes, it could have been so far a little punchier, even a little more like themed up a little more tension almost a little more animated a little more funny you know kind of like on the the, the docuseries the movies that made us and stuff like that there there could have been a little more of a tone to it but but i am going to finish it and so far what i am remembering that i had forgotten was how long the build-up was in my memory y2k we started talking about it after the ball dropped in 1999 had begun. Instead, they're showing you all of these news reports, Peter Jennings, all the big wigs in the world of news, talking about, like, back in 1996, 1997, turning up news coverage in 98. 
President Clinton yes. saying we have five five hundred and thirty eight days. Right. Until the, so it, it was a longer runway than I remember. So if it's a big part of our memory, it's because it occupied a lot of time. The zeitgeist for several years. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I said What's zeitgeist. it called again? Thank it's you. called uh, Time Bomb Y two K, and it's on Max. All right. I'll check it out. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Once I finish that, Natalia. No. Natalia Grace? Yeah. That's called? Yeah. yeah. That's good. Watch that on we'll Max. Go. Bye. All right, bye.